0: welcome to daily audio bible chronological i'm jill today's the 12th day of february and i'm coming to you from the land of israel what a beautiful beautiful place this is what a beautiful time we're having together and uh what a joy it is to be here together with you reading the Word of God for us uh, as it comes to life and pops off the page here in the land where this all took place, where this all transpired. We are starting a brand new week together today, and uh, you know what that means. It's all brand new. Brand new start, a brand new week, and exhale to release everything from the past week that we didn't accomplish that feels undone maybe that's not even ours to do and a clean slate a fresh start walking forward into this week and it can be a week of transformation can be a week of accomplishment it can be a week of rest it can be a week just to be whatever it is that you need that's what you can make it we're continuing in the book of exodus today reading chapters 39 and 40 exodus uh, being the exit of the children of israel out of egypt out of slavery into freedom and you know that doesn't come with its own challenges After you have been enslaved for so many years and now we see a culture being set up and started and that comes with precision, uh, that comes with exact instruction and there's a reason for that. So we're going to dive into this today, Exodus chapters 39 and 40 this week starting a brand new translation will be in the contemporary english version exodus chapter 39 beautiful priestly clothes were made of blue purple and red wool for aaron to wear when he performed his duties in the holy place this was done exactly as the lord had commanded moses the entire priestly vest was made of fine linen woven with blue purple and red wool Thin sheets of gold were hammered out and cut into threads that were skillfully woven into the vest. It had two shoulder straps to support it and a sash that fastened around the waist. Onyx stones were placed in gold settings, and each one was engraved with the name of one of Israel's sons. Then these were attached to the shoulder straps of the vest so the Lord would never forget His people. Everything was done exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses. The breast piece was made with the same materials and designs as the priestly vest. It was 22 centimeters square and folded double with four rows of three precious stones, a carnelian, a chrysolite, and an emerald were in the first row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and a diamond were in the second row, a jacinth, and a gate, and an amethyst were in the third row, and a barrel, an onyx, and a jasper were in the fourth row. They were mounted in a delicate gold setting, and on each of them was engraved the name of one of the twelve tribes of Israel. Two gold rings were attached to the upper front corners of the breastpiece, and fastened with two braided gold chains to gold settings on the shoulder straps. Two other gold rings were attached to the lower inside corners next to the vest, and two more near the bottom of the shoulder straps right above the sash. To keep the breastpiece in place, a blue cord was used to tie the other two rings on the breastpiece to those on the vest. These things were done exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses. The priestly robe was made of blue wool with an opening in the center for the head. The material around the collar was bound so as to keep it from wearing out. Along the hem of the robe were woven pomegranates of blue, purple, and red wool with a bell of pure gold between each of them. This robe was to be worn by Aaron when he performed his duties. Everything that Aaron and his sons wore was made of fine linen woven with blue, purple, and red wool, including their robes and turbans, their fancy caps and underwear. even their sashes that were embroidered with needlework the words dedicated to the lord were engraved on a narrow strip of pure gold which was fastened to aaron's turban these things were done exactly as the lord had commanded moses so the people of israel finished making everything the lord had told moses to make then they brought it all to moses the sacred tent and its equipment including the hooks the framework and crossbars, and its posts and stands, the covering of tanned ramskins and fine leather, the inside curtain, the sacred chest with its carrying poles, and the place of mercy, the table with all that goes on it, including the sacred bread, the lampstand of pure gold. Together with its equipment and oil, the gold-covered incense altar, the ordination oil, and the sweet-smelling incense, the curtain for the entrance to the tent, the bronze altar for sacrifices with its bronze grating, its carrying poles and its equipment, the large bronze bowl with its stand, the curtain with its posts and cords, and its pegs and stands that go around the courtyard, everything needed for the sacred tent, and the finely woven priestly clothes for Aaron and his sons. When Moses saw that the people had done everything exactly as the Lord had commanded, He gave them his blessing. The Lord said to Moses, Set up my tent on the first day of the year and put the chest with the Ten Commandments behind the inside curtain. Bring in the table and set on it those things that are made for it. Also bring in the lampstand and attach the lamps to it. Then place the gold altar of incense in front of the sacred chest and hang a curtain at the entrance to the tent. Set the altar for burning sacrifices in front of the entrance to my tent. Put the large bronze bowl between the tent and the altar and fill the bowl with water. Surround the tent and the altar with the wall of curtains and hang the curtain that was made for the entrance. Use the sacred olive oil to dedicate to me the tent and everything in it. Do the same thing with the altar for offering sacrifices and its equipment and with the bowl and its stand. "'Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent "'and tell them to wash themselves. "'Dress Aaron in the priestly clothes, "'then use the sacred olive oil to ordain him "'and dedicate him to me as my priest. "'Put the priestly robes on Aaron's sons "'and ordain them in the same way, "'so they and their descendants will always be my priests.' "'Moses followed the Lord's instructions, "'and on the first day of the first month of the second year,' The sacred tent was set up. The posts, stands, and framework were put in place. Then the two layers of coverings were hung over them. The stones with the Ten Commandments written on them were stored in the sacred chest. The place of mercy was put on top of it, and the carrying poles were attached. The chest was brought into the tent and set behind the curtain in the most holy place. These things were done exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses. The table for the sacred bread was put along the north wall of the holy place, after which the bread was set on the table. The lampstand was put along the south wall, then the lamps were attached to it there in the presence of the Lord. The gold incense altar was set up in front of the curtain, and sweet-smelling incense was burned on it. These things were done exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses. The curtain was hung at the entrance to the sacred tent, Then the altar for offering sacrifices was put in front of the tent, and animal sacrifices and gifts of grain were offered there. The large bronze bowl was placed between the altar and the entrance to the tent. It was filled with water. Then Moses and Aaron, together with Aaron's sons, washed their hands and feet. In fact, they washed each time before entering the tent or offering sacrifices at the altar. These things were done exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses. Finally, Moses had the curtains hung around the courtyard and at the entrance. Suddenly the sacred tent was covered by a thick cloud and filled with the glory of the Lord. And so Moses could not enter the tent. Whenever the cloud moved from the tent, the people would break camp and follow. Then they would set up camp and stay there until it moved again. No matter where the people traveled, the Lord was with them. Each day his cloud was over the tent, and each night a fire could be seen in the cloud. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this brand new week ahead. Thank you that you are with us. You go before us. You're behind us every step of the way we do not walk alone but walk we must resting when necessary getting back up when we fall down listening leaning in to hear your voice so that you will guide and direct us and i pray that you would do just that guide and direct our steps today and this week as we go forward with every person, no matter what they're dealing with, no matter what their circumstances of life that they're in the middle of, in the midst of. And we know that life is and can be hard. But we can do hard things because we do not do them alone. You are with us. And we thank you for being present, near almighty, all-knowing, and ever-present. And we pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. For those of you who are following along on the Israel pilgrimage, uh, this is where we talk about what we did today. Today started in Cana we left uh, the Sea of Galilee where we'll be for the next few days and boy is it good to open a suitcase and leave it put for a few days not have to load it up pack it up load it up um, and so we just can exhale enjoy the sunsets sleep in a few extra minutes and uh, this is where we do that in that portion of the trip so we Uh, went to Cana, and for those of you who are here for the first time reading the Bible, we have not got to Cana yet, but that is in the Gospels in the New Testament, and that is where Jesus performed his first miracle of turning water to wine at a wedding ceremony. I actually love that story because I love a good Party for one. I love a good celebration and wedding. And uh, there is a stone, a stone vat uh, where the water would be held and where it would have turned into wine. And it's just mammoth. Like to think about these things in your mind and then to see the scale of it, it's just incredible. Um, and then it's just a special time because that is where any couples on the pilgrimage. Who long to renew their vows, they get to do that. Um, so that happened and Brian and I got to perform that little ceremony and so sweet and so special, just uh, a story within a story of hearing some of the couples talk about how long they've been married and some newlyweds, uh, some 38 years, I'm sure even more than that. So, really just a sweet way to start the day. And then from Cana, we went to Mount Precipice. It is a large overlook and it it is absolutely spectacular. When we read stories in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, we might talk about things. uh, We just pass names. We don't really have... Uh, any reference for them, Mount Hebron, uh, the Jezreel Valley. And they're just places in our mind, in the story. And we can't figure proximity. We don't know distance until we take a pilgrimage like this. And you realize that those places are, you know, they're not right down the road. You can't get to it on your bike, but standing at the top of a mountain of an overlook you can see them they are relatively close but then you consider uh, people didn't have vehicles they were not paved roads um, uh, they're either foot in it or they're hoofing it and by hoofing I mean like a donkey <laughs> and I've never really seen a donkey run too terribly fast but at the top of Mount Precipice, you just really gain perspective of so many different things in the Bible. The view is spectacular. Uh, It's just looking down, just even patchwork of the crops, of the fields, lush, beautiful green vegetation. And then just... You know, you might have two mountains and then there's a, a sweet little river floating right between it. And just the sheer beauty of uh, being there and putting some places in perspective. And then, you know, just the, the sweet little unexpected surprises that do my heart so good of being at the top of a mountain. And there's uh, the smell of fire permeating the entire area i don't even know where it was or where it came from but it just it it almost felt magical (laughs) to my heart just like a little pitter patter of um sweet little smile from god just you know it's cold it's windy up here it's beautiful but let me just show you some things and While I'm showing you some things, how about a little campfire? The only thing that could have made it better was if there was a three-piece jazz band playing at the top of the mountain. But, well, that didn't happen. From Mount Precipice, we went to Kersey. And then from Kersey, our final uh, destination for today was uh, the Peace Vista. That's another overlook uh, that overlooks the entire Sea of Galilee. Uh, it was cold, very windy. I was having some problems with uh, the wind really bothering my eyes. So I stayed back for that. And then from there, we headed home. <laughs> home. We headed back to the hotel for a quick dinner and for a live broadcast to bring all of you to Israel and bring all of us uh, to you. And so that's always um, just a really sweet time together for you to hear the stories of how lives are already being affected by this trip, what God is speaking, what he is doing, and just a sweet time for the people. Uh, We're on two different buses, but for the people to come together together and really just be a family together. So that's it for day six in the books. And we look forward to turning that page together with you all tomorrow. As we continue the journey here in Israel on day seven of the pilgrimage. That will be our first full week complete. And also as we turn the page in the story, and in the reading, to hear what God would love to speak to his children. So that's it for me for today. I'll join you again tomorrow, and I look forward to it. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another.
1: Hi, this is Carrie, a.k.a. Jesus Girl, and I just wanted to pray for Saved by His Grace in Happy Valley and her grandson, Ronan, who is claiming he has a demon and that he loves hell and he's plotting to kill children. Jesus, I bring Ronan to you right now. And Lord, I just place him at your feet. I speak your name, Jesus over him. I plead your blood of protection, not over just him, but Lord of over the children around him. Jesus, the spirit of Moloch is alive and Satan is doing his best to destroy our children from the womb on up. And Lord, we just beg of you, please, Ronan needs help. We re- we beg of you that you please break the chains that have bound him with a demonic force. And Jesus, we just ask that you, he is a child, Lord. His mind is not mature enough to know what he's truly saying. And yet, Lord, he's at an age where children are killing children. So, Lord, we beg your mercy and such that you be mindful of this and that you go with him, that you place angels around him, Lord, that your light shatters the darkness that has enveloped him. Lord, please help his parents to come together and to join in peace to do what is best for their son. Father, may they please find help for Ronan that is Christian-based, Lord, people that will come alongside and help pray for him and speak life over him. Jesus, be was saved by grace because this is her grandbaby. And as a grandmother, I can't imagine the pain that she must be going through. And in reality, a bit of panic, even though we are told to be anxious for no thing. Lord, when it comes to our kids, there's a bit different of a feeling. So, Lord, we thank you and I praise you and I bless you for this. Amen.
2: Hey, family, this is Pam, his ransom soul in New Jersey calling in to pray for Ronan, the six-year-old grandson of Saved by His Grace in Happy Valley, who's been speaking a lot about death and hell and demons, and actually thinks he is a demon, and at one point was trying to make plans with a friend to kill someone who's bothering this friend. Oh, family, let's go to prayer now for this precious child. Dear Father in heaven, Lord of angel armies, this is obviously a satanic and demonic attack on this child. Please, Father God, in your great mercy and compassion and power, command these dark and sinister and demonic forces that are attacking Ronan to flee now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I implore you to please command these vile spirits of chaos and violence and oppression to come out of him and remind them they have no power or authority over Ronan because Ronan belongs to you, Lord. Be a wall of fire around about him and a shield over him, and surround Ronan with your guardian warrior and ministering angels destroy the stronghold the enemy has set up within this little boy and in his home heal and renew ronan's mind and spirit and oh jesus invite ronan to fix his young eyes on you and to open his ears to hear your voice alone calling him to come to you and for his dear grandmother banish all worry anxiety and dread fill her with your perfect peace bring healing to her aching heart and be her strength and weakness as she waits and hopes and trusts in you Father God, in all of this, may your perfect will be done, and I pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus, our Prince of Peace and Lord of Lords, our Warrior King and Strong Deliverer. Amen.
3: This is Kim from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I have been wanting to get on here and call because I am a new listener to the DABC. I've heard Brian for over 10 years, and I'd love to jump on the community prayer and Hear all those that call uh, almost daily or weekly. It's so fun to be a part of that community also. But I'm excited to hear and get to know Jill and China and hear their insight and have just loved um, starting this year with a new group of people. But I was listening to Justin from Indiana. It's Sunday, February the 5th. And what a powerful prayer, Justin, that you pray today for uh us to stop and reflect the many blessings we have in life, our family, our friends, our health. And so thank you for just taking the time and praying this morning and reminding us all of the many blessings that we have. And I also want to be just really mindful of Brian and Jill and the family and the community that is traveling in Israel for the next couple of weeks. And so I will be praying for that and looking forward to hearing updates from Jill um, on the DABC. So thank you, community. I love you all. This community is such a wonderful asset to my life, and I'm so grateful. Many blessings to all of you. I love you all.
4: Good morning, DABC family. This is Kim from Kentucky. It's Saturday, February the 4th, and I have just finished up listening to yesterday's podcast, and I am calling in for Sam from Arizona whose mom passed away from pancreatic cancer and whose funeral is today. And Sam, I'm going to a friend's husband's funeral today here in Kentucky who passed away from pancreatic cancer. And so, Father God, I come to you on behalf of Sam and his uh, siblings and my friend and her do- uh, children who have lost loved ones due to pancreatic cancer. And I know you are the God of all comfort and you are the Father of mercies. And I know you are very present to those who are brokenhearted and these people with this funeral today are brokenhearted over their losses. But God, I know where my friend's husband is and I pray Sam's mom is in your arms as well walking on Streets of Gold seeing things that we have not even imagined. But still, we are here to carry on. And I just lift them up to you, asking you to hold them close, give them comfort in these days ahead, guide them in all the decisions they have to make, lead them along your path. Um, You are a good, good Father, and we're so thankful that we can come to you in our times of grief, and you comfort us. And all this I pray in the mighty and matchless and wonderful name of Jesus. Be blessed, Sam. God bless you all.
5: Hey, Dapsy, it's Brady from Northern Virginia. I'm inspired by uh, what I heard today. It's uh, February 5th, but I'm always a couple months behind on my uh, listening. It's December 27th in May listening today, but... Uh, A lady from uh, Australia was talking about how she appreciates the fact that we're all different time zones and we're all praying as we are listening to the daily audio Bible or chronological throughout the world and our different times. And and that so resonates with me. I am very thankful for this community. I'm a, uh, this might be my seventh year listening to Daily Audio Bible and/or chronolo- chronological. Hey, I love you guys. I'm always praying for you. Thank you, uh, thank you to the uh, the narrators, Brian, Jill, and China for this wonderful, biblically based podcast. Praying for you all. God bless you.